morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and today is Monday, December 11th. On this date in 1941, Germany and Italy declared war on the United States. The U.S. responded in kind. In 1980, President Jimmy Carter signed legislation that created a $1.6 billion super fund to pay for cleaning up chemical spills and toxic waste dumps. In 1998, Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee pushed through three articles of impeachment against President Bill Clinton. And for your morning trivia question, on this date in 2015, Playboy magazine released its final issue to feature nudity. Who was featured on the cover? I'll tell you in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for a look at your Monday forecast. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovat. A cold front moved through overnight. Very gusty winds. And as you head out the door this morning, that wind driving in some cooler temperatures. Thankfully, the wind has calmed down. We'll see the sky clear out. Lots of sunshine today, but cooler temperatures. A big story. 40s out the door this morning. Only mid to upper 50s this afternoon after being near 80 degrees yesterday. We'll be nowhere close to that this week. Upper 50s and low 60s for highs all the way through the weekend and some mornings down in the 30s including tomorrow morning at 35 looks dry through Friday. We may see a storm system bring us some rain though by the weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. The Charleston Police Department says it's fired one of its officers after he was arrested for driving under the influence. The department confirms Dawson Dyer was arrested by the South Carolina Highway Patrol yesterday morning and charged with driving under the influence. Officers took Dyer into custody after a crash where he was driving his police vehicle while off duty. Police Chief Cheetah Walker said Dyer was immediately fired and that Dyer's actions go against department values, leaving zero tolerance for actions that might betray community trust. Dyer was being held at the Charleston County Jail but has since been released. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office tells us a man is facing charges following a chase that led to an arrest. Deputies tell us that chase started on Savannah Highway in Ravenel after a motorcycle, motor, motorcycle wouldn't pull over for speeding. The chase then went to Wapoo Road and back to West Ashley and over the Cotsgrove Bridge. The chase ended in a gas station parking lot at, on Dorchester Road and Leeds Avenue. Deputies say the driver had a suspended driver's license and was riding an unregistered motorcycle. While the driver's name has not been released, deputies tell us they had arrest warrants in two states. The driver is facing pending charges for having narcotics and drug paraphernalia, as well as charges for not pulling over. The North Charleston Police Department is investigating a late-night shooting at a bar. Officers were called out to the posh bar and lounge on Dorchester Road just before midnight Saturday. There, officers found multiple groups of people fighting in a parking lot and one person who'd been shot. We're still working to learn that victim's current condition. Officials say no arrests have been made. The Mount Pleasant Police Department says the officer hit by a car while running after a suspect is now on the road to recovery. Patrolman First Class Adam Blankenship was hit by a car while crossing Hungry Neck Boulevard on Friday night after a traffic stop turned into a chase. The department says Blankenship is recovering in the hospital and will have to go uh, have to undergo medical procedures and surgeries. The man he was running after, 33-year-old Davoin Eddings, is charged with second-degree simple possession and resisting arrest. Police say Eddings is not responsible for hitting Blankenship. 
Buford County drivers, you may notice more law enforcement on the roads in the coming days. The South Carolina Department of Public Safety is increasing its presence as part of its area-coordinated enforcement initiative. The goal is to reduce crashes and deaths in the state. The State Highway Patrol and Transport Police are partnering to reduce crashes and traffic deaths. State Highway Patrol is partnering with DPS to crack down on DUIs, speeding, and aggressive driving on US-278 both today and tomorrow. One low country duo is gaining internet popularity for sharing the life of a woman with a decade-long story to tell. Our Caitlin Ashbaugh shares the legacy of Elizabeth McKinney and how her relatives are using it to inspire people around the world. My Grandmother's Diaries has amassed thousands of global followers in the past year, all of them interested in learning more about a story lived a century ago. Podcasters Mark McKinney and Liz Duran sit down in the studio every week to peel back the layers of life told in these diary entries. They belong to McKinney's late grandmother, Elizabeth, or Betty. Each leather-bound page contains the plot points to her teenage years from 1931 to 1942, living through the Great Depression up until World War II. After a year of documenting these memories, McKinney and Duran say it's not the end of the story, but the beginning. They hope to continue honoring her legacy in inspiring people around the world. You can live a life that you thought was really simple, but who you touched and the stories you leave behind, everybody's life is so amazing and so special. Want to hear more about My Grandmother's Diaries? Well, you are in luck. Tune in tomorrow to Live 5 at 3 p.m. to hear more about Elizabeth McKinney's story in a live interview. In the newsroom, Caitlin Ashbaugh, Live 5 News. According to the Coastal Conservation League, since 1992, the Charleston area has lost more than 10,000 acres of tree coverage. The league says these trees are necessary because of their culture and their history, but also because they help issues like flooding, climate change, and erosion. But a new amendment change could lead to the loss of more of these trees, according to that group. And our Autumn Klein joins us live from Council Chambers in North Charleston to tell us about the controversy that's surrounding a potential change to the Tree Protection and Preservation Ordinance. Good morning, Autumn. Just a little over a month ago, the Charleston County Council proposed amendments that would change the Tree Protection and Preservation Ordinance. The Coastal Conservation Leagues believe that these changes could lead to the loss of hundreds of grand trees here in the Charleston County. Since the, since the amendment was proposed, the council and the planning commission have been going back and forth making changes, but many in the community want the proposal to be denied completely. Currently, the Board of Zoning Appeals must review and approve any removal of a protected tree before a project can move forward. The first proposed amendment from the council wanted to remove this from the ordinance, allowing organizations like Public Works and the Department of Transportation to remove these trees without approval, but the Planning Commission denied this. On November 14th, the County Council met again and the public spoke out against these amendments. This led the council to make revisions on November 30th. However, members of the Coastal Conservation League do not believe these revisions fully address their concerns. Emma Berry with the Coastal Conservation League believes that there should be more protection for these trees included in the amendment changes. I think we are hoping that Planning Commission will stay strong and see it the way that everyone else seems to see it, which is that these amendments that they are proposing, the revised ones, do not go remotely far enough um, in uh, answering all of our concerns about these amendments. Uh, we just do not feel that the tree mitigation they're adding back in goes far enough. Uh, the tree fund that they would have to pay into is just for the beautification of Charleston in general, but it does not... 
address the significant loss of these grand trees along these roads, which is what we're really concerned about. A decision was supposed to be made today at the Charleston County Planning Commission meeting. However, the newly revised amendments have since been removed from the agenda. We will continue to update the story as the decision is made. Live in North Charleston, Autumn Klein, Live 5 News. This week, you'll have the opportunity to help share the future of the city of Charleston's waterfront. The city is gearing up for two Peninsula Water Plan workshops, and that first one kicks off today. Live as Destiny Kennedy joins us live in Charleston at the International Longshoremen's Association. So, Destiny, what do city officials hope to achieve with these workshops? Shelby, Katie, officials hope to find out what priorities and values will lead future waterfront redevelopment. These workshops are a part of the Peninsula Plan Water First Initiative, which focuses on shaping the future of the peninsula's relationship with water. In September, the city unveiled the Peninsula Plan, a successor to the 1990s downtown plan. One of its key components is the creation of a proposed waterfront redevelopment district. The plan focuses on the streets and how the city can improve people's ability to get around safely and efficiently, as well as neighborhood designs for current and future developments like the highly anticipated Union Pier development. City officials emphasize the importance of not only community input, but the input of surrounding cities as well as frequent visitors. Robert Summerfield is the Director of Planning, Preservation and Sustainability for the City of Charleston. He urges everyone to share their experiences with the city's waterfront. Before you start putting any pen to paper, because what the last thing you want to do in, a, in this kind of effort is to say, okay, this is what it's going to be, and then go out to the public and say, react to this. You really want to hear from the community. The first workshop kicks off today from 4 to 7 p.m., and the next workshop is this Wednesday, December 13th at 9 a.m. till noon. Both meetings will be held here at the International Long Skirmins Association. Summerfield says the city hopes to add these updates to the comprehensive plan by next spring. Reporting live in Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. Do you know the person featured on the cover of the last Playboy magazine featuring nudity? The answer, Pamela Anderson. The cover was the 14th for the actor. More covers than any other model. Celebrating birthdays today, former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry is 80. Singer Jermaine Jackson is 69. Rock musician Nikki Six is 65. And singer-actor Haley Steinfeld is 27. Thanks so much for starting your week with us here at Morning, y'all. Powered by Life 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.